Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. HIV is still an issue in Montgomery County. The more open we're able to talk about HIV, we treat it like any other health prevention. PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. People who are not HIV positive who may be at high risk for contracting the disease. This is a good choice for you. It's just a way for you to sort of take control and say, I'm going to do this to protect myself. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about PrEP, the HIV prevention medication. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, boys? What's up, What's fellas? Philadelphia, how we feeling? How how are we feeling out there? What is the pulse? Oh, of man. Sitterly. The great sitterly <laughs> of brotherly love. Have one sip of beer and I'm already slurring. <laughs> We're flying high, boys. We're flying oh, high. We're flying listen, high, boys. Listen, Rich, let's show them off, right? We got... We got we got big cans and big cups. Big cans and big mugs. What does that say? Does that say fly? Eagles fly? With a Kelly Green Eagles logo? Big win. Fancy. Custom made. Custom made. We'll get into that in a minute. But yeah, Yeah, Mike checking in. That's great. Don was on the show last night, the fired up show. That was fun, man. That was the. uh, I'm really upset. I was dead tired. The Brad Lynch moment. I could not join you guys. I, at, once I get a text and it's like 7.30 and I'm like about to put the boy down, I'm like, I can't do it, man. I'm like, I can't muscle. You don't understand. Like, it takes me all day to get pumped up because it's 8.30 and I'm like ready for bed. So it, get, it takes me all day and I get pumped up. I come down. I sit in my zone. I log on. I see you two beautiful mugs and I'm ready yeah. to go. I'm ready to go. It amps me up. Mike, I'm sorry I let you down, Burley. I'm sorry I let you down. Next time, I'm coming on. We're going to talk some shit. Me and you. Yeah, listen, and it was funny because Dom ends up checking in from the bowling alley because Dom's, <laughs> Dom's in a Tuesday bowling league. Of course he so is. He, so of he's course checking he is. In, in in between frames. Um, <laughs> in between frames. I, listen, I told I told Mike I need a I need a Dom bowling segment at some point. There there should be like Dom at the alley, and he should like bowl and then like give a prediction and then like bowl again, like Dom strikes or something like that. That'd be that'd be good. There you go. That sounds like a new segment. It sounds like a good a good segment, and I can just see him in a, like a nice checkered bowling shirt with some goofy shoes on. Nice. 
throwing some gutter balls. <laughs> but how about that big? How about that big win? How about that big win on Monday night? You know, we we all watched the game and we talked with scores and how it was going to be close and how it was going to end up, what was going to happen during the game. But I can I can say this without a doubt. I don't think anybody saw a final score and a, and a complete domination that we put on on the Vikings. All the analysts, saw, nobody saw that. No, I think the analysts all had Minnesota winning the game. Like, yeah. I, didn't, I don't think I saw anybody actually saying, oh, the Eagles are going to win this game, you know. Um, What's what's the head coach's name? Kevin Kevin O'Connell. I think so. Yeah, Yeah, Kevin O'Connell. Oh, he's he's this. He's that. He's the guru. Yeah, he's the guru. The Eagles don't stand a chance. Good luck covering Jeff Justin Jefferson. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, I don't know what they're seeing, but okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Eagles. I thought it would be way closer. No, yeah. But yeah, I mean, listen. When when that when that when that over comes out at fifty like fifty fifty one. You're thinking like it's going to go back and forth. They're going to trade touchdowns. Jefferson's going to get his. Thielen might, you know, get a couple. Dalvin Cook might, you know, he might be able to run. Considering what you saw with DeAndre Swift yeah. in Week One, I mean, Dalvin Cook ends ends the game, you know, less than twenty, you know, at seventeen yards. Yeah. Thielen doesn't get a get doesn't get a, a reception until the fourth That's, quarter. Yeah, four minutes left in a game. And yeah. When they... when da- good when when Darius Slay is. You know, covering Justin Jefferson, he's got more receptions than Justin Jefferson. It seemed like six picks throughout <laughs> that whole game. Should have been that neither side of for, for the Vikings did any sort of adjustment. No, you know we we they gave us the whole middle of the field, and we and we took it and we took it. We ran with it. We ran the ball. Hertz ran the ball. We threw the ball, but they didn't do anything different. The whole game, they, they no, did no. not change in-game, change anything. And how about our boy Kirk Cousins? <laughs> That's what I didn't understand. I'm like, everybody's saying Minnesota, Minnesota, but like, do you forget that Kirk Cousins is two and nine? And no, no, I'm sorry, two and ten. Stand corrected. In primetime games, like he is absolutely abysmal when it's playing under the lights in the spotlight, and he looked terrible. It's not even the fact. Like I could say, like, oh. He looked good and just lost. Like, no, he threw – should have had six interceptions. <laughs> he threw, what, three? Threw three? He threw, threw three. Three. Threw three. Slay dropped – Five. Seventeen of them. No, he dropped, yeah. like, one or two. Uh, and then one, one like, bounced, like, just at his – just at his yeah. fingertips. Just, and yeah. Um, and like, what do they see that – we, like, we don't as fans. And I'm like, I, I thought it was going to – I was sitting there and I'm like, before the game, I'm like, okay, what are they going to do? Are they going to be able to adjust? Are they going to stop Jefferson or let Jefferson eat and stop everybody else? But let's be real. They didn't really have to do anything else. They shut Justin Jefferson out, and nobody on the Vikings stepped up. Couldn't no. get the run game going. And when Kirk Cousins is playing as bad as Kirk Cousins can play on Monday night, you're sitting there looking pretty. I still am worried about the defensive line. The defensive yeah. line still looks bad. Yeah, that's the only real you know, question mark. I think with this team is a consistent four quarter pass rush. Yeah. You know, you got, I mean, sweat had a sack was called back for a face mask. 
you know, Cox got in there, got the strip, and then Sweat got one when there was like total garbage time. But yeah. um, you know, a guy like Hassan Reddick, who was covering Irv Smith, well, like, and then and, and then at one point, I think he was lined up with Justin Jefferson in the slot. That's a great idea. I was like, yeah. what is Hassan Reddick? Like, what are they doing, Hassan Reddick? You're paying this guy X amount of dollars a year to blitz. And you're not blitz. Like, I'm still no. – I'm so glad that our talent in our defensive backfield is what it is because it's talent it's still outplaying coaching. Yeah. Like, the coaching is just terrible. Like, Gannon is still bad. Now he just has the talent. So he's it's going to overshadow his shortcomings. Yeah. But I don't like that. Like, I want to see – yeah, was that Get was that pressure. defensive was that defensive performance more how good our secondary was or was it how bad Kirk Cousins was? Uh, listen, I think a little bit of both. I, I think yeah, I think it's kind of somewhere in the middle. I think you're you're looking at you you got elite play from Darius Slay, yeah. right? You got every every dollar of, of what you're paying that guy on Monday night. But you also saw James Bradbury play really well, have a couple yeah. deflected passes. You saw Avante Maddox step in front of a play. Uh, Dude, Avante Maddox pass. looked good. And he great. looked yeah. really good. Um, but, like, the guy that I want to talk about was a guy that I thought was going to have my key play of the game, right? Jordan Davis, you know, he, he has another game where he has, like, I think he had 21 snaps. Week one, he had 22. Now, it doesn't burn you. Right, you're, yeah. you're not sitting in a place where you have another 150 yard rusher where he only gets, you know. I just don't understand what is keeping him off the field. Like, is it conditioning? Is it the playbook? It, like, you, you, there's a reason why you picked this guy where he was because you yeah. thought he was going to be impact day one. I just don't get the scheme to not put him on the field more. And I don't need to see Hassan Reddick in coverage at all. Ever. Ever. We talked about that. I mean, yeah. like the, the play where, where, uh, where Johnny Munt, right. He, he, he goes, he, he runs the corner out to the sideline and then cuts back in the middle of the field. And Hassan Reddick looked like he was on skates. Yeah. Like you paid, never that guy, you paid that guy to rush the passer, put that dude in a position to just rush the passer, let him be effective. Because when he get, when he can try to get at the quarterback, man, he he can get where he wants on the field. It's just putting him in shitty spots where he's doing a bunch of shit that he's not good at. Yeah, and there were times throughout the game where you know he was rushing, but he was you know he had the three point stand, his hand was down in the dirt. He needs to be standing up. And he needs to be shuffled around and, you know, whatever gap it may be, whatever side of the field it may be, but he needs to come, be able to just come, come free. Yeah. That you know, he doesn't, fine. you know, you put, you put Graham on one side or you, you, you line him up behind sweat and you bring, you bring, you know, he comes behind sweat or he does a twist or a stunt. You got to get, you, you, you got to get more creative because that's how he's always been utilized. He's utilized, you know, like like Micah Parsons, where you can line line him up everywhere, and you don't know where he's going to come from. Yeah, 
I just don't understand why we're not playing the three four. Like we yeah, have this, I mean, we look, have like, this, we have the skill positions in. You can put Graham as one of those rushers. You, then you have Hassan Reddick, and you have T.J. Edwards and Kazir White. Like, okay, and it might also give you an opportunity to get like Hargraves. It also might give you the opportunity to stick Nicobe Dean on the field. Yeah, like I just. Just stick him up there. Yeah, I don't understand what they're doing. And then the plays where Jordan Davis was in, he was getting blocked pretty bad. But again, the kid isn't going to get better without repetition. Yeah. Like he needs to be on the field. Like the fact that he's only playing 21 snaps a game is is alarming. And I don't think it's I don't think it's him. I, I really don't, because you saw what the kid did in preseason you saw as the coaches raved about this kid but yeah and all of a sudden he's not playing i think it's more of a gannon i think it's a gannon thing like i said i don't gannon still hasn't figured it out and that's the problem that i'm having with this team it's you're still seeing guys who aren't playing to their strengths being used as coverage guys instead of pass rushers guys who are supposed to be run stoppers not even on the field right and our safeties and our corners are bailing us out. It, to, to me, it just doesn't make sense. And it's yeah. the one thing that's like driving me nuts because I'm, I'm sick of seeing it. And it's the same thing. Yeah. You're lucky. Kirk cousin sucks. You're lucky. Your secondary is that good. But when you play better teams, what's going to happen? Yep. Can you make those adjustments? And I just don't think Gannon's capable of doing that. I just don't think he's capable of getting out of his own way. And I'm glad Vic Fangio's hanging around. <laughs> hopefully, Howie says, like, yo, dude, I fucking seen enough out of you, dude. Like, you're just – I don't – like, we're 2-0, we're two and oh and we still don't like our defensive coordinator. Like, that's insane. And it's not yeah. like we're nitpicking the nitpick. It's just like, this is the same shit we saw last week. This is the same shit right. we saw – it's the same shit we saw in the postseason. The same shit we saw last season. Right. Like, he's done nothing different except – how he gave him talent. I was going to say, it, the, the only thing that's different is the, is talent. the talent. Is the talent. The talent's different, right? Yeah. And that, that talent is, at this point, almost overcoming these obstacles. I just you, – you, you, and, and you see that talent shine in those moments where you need to, right? It, you got the blocked field goal that, you know, if not for, you know, Aaron Sippus making that tackle. Yeah. You know, that game now becomes, a, you know, if they return that for a touchdown, that's now a 10-point game. And now you, you might start to see the momentum shift. That happens, you get a turnover, right? You get an interception. The the play, deep, I think it was late in the third quarter, where Hurts, you know, they're, they're running that screen play, that middle mm-hmm. screen, where they throw that pass in the middle of, you know, well, you know, like seven, eight bodies and it gets intercepted and, you know, and Slay comes up big again with another interception. The, the talent bailed out some of those mistakes, which is great because that's a sign of a really good team where you can have the balance of maybe turning the ball over and then them getting no points out of it. The hard part is the talent is so much better that we've expected the, the coaching to kind of rise with it and it just hasn't. No. Well, Gainwell should have caught that ball. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
Truly, he right? But, he should have. He, he should have called that ball. Yeah. But that that play should have. They should have never called that play. I would have never called that play. Yes, I would have never called the it's, play. And that he had nowhere else time, to throw it, so he did time, that loss. And Gainwell just was like, Ugh. "I'm like fucking Gainwell." Time, score, and place on the field, like, yeah, nah, doesn't work. No, I wouldn't do that. And then how? Like, the I'm sorry, the referees were absolutely atrocious. Mm. Where Three? was the, where was the offensive pass interference on Devonta Smith? Oh, when he was moving out of the way? Yeah. Oh moving away from getting contact. What was that? Or the three ineligible receivers down the field? Yeah. Can you pick something else? Can you at least switch yeah. it up? Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> but how, about, how about the reaction? Like, the, the reaction from Joe Buck and, and Troy Aikman? At one point, they're like, I, I – They threw their I hands in the air. Yeah. yeah. I don't like, know. I, I don't see it. Um, they got every right to be mad. Yeah. Like yeah, Joe, just, Joe yeah. Buck was killing me. Like, I don't like Joe Buck, but he killed me. He was like, was this the – did they just learn about this rule? Is, is, is that why they keep calling it over and over again? I was like, oh, Joe. I'm like, I usually hate you. I'm like, but that was good. That was actually pretty good, yeah. And then Aikman's like, Devonta, you, you see the wide receiver, Devonta Smith, come on. He's not even trying to touch him. He avoids contact. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck? They're like, yeah, I don't – It's a perfectly designed and run play. I'm like – Oh my God. I'm like, and this guy was a cowboy. Like, and he's just, yeah. like, this is kind of bad. Yep. Like, and I love the fact there was two Monday night games on, but here's what I didn't like. I didn't like the overlap. The overlap was terrible. It was bad because of how much overlap there was. Oh, yeah. Well, the two neck, the two, two uh, severe like neck injuries that happened in the Buffalo game pushed that time to be way longer than what it was. Because Micah Hyde and the D-back uh, Dane, they both got carted off. So that took an extra like half hour. That game was like four hours long. I was like, holy shit. I'm like, that game's ending at Eagles half. No, it was still on when I think the Eagles are like in the third quarter. Man. So like, like truly, I think what they, what they did a couple years ago on the opening nights where like that, that early game, that seven-ish game is an East Coast game. Yeah. And then you play another one that starts at, 9:45 in the West Coast. Yeah. It's a West Coast game. Like it's not rocket science. Like, why did you schedule two East games Coast that games. are that are kind of <laughs> East Coast? Like, and you're canceling each other out. Like you're you're now creating competition where like if you had spaced them out, I probably would have had both games on at the same time. Yeah, it was a weird. It was just a weird, weird flex dynamic. It just I was like, eh, I didn't really enjoy it. But Don, how were we in our predictions? How did we do? I have to go back. Like mine was completely off, right? The, the, there was a big sack late in the fourth quarter, but it was a Fletcher Cox play. Jordan Davis wasn't on the field. I'm going to look um, right now. I think we were all off. The 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 scores we all had scores that were like high. We're, we're, yeah, they were like 27, 24. There was one. It was 31, 20, set 31, 28. Like nobody had anything more than. I think we all had scores that were within like four or five points. Um, well, nobody scored, and, and nobody scored after halftime. It's crazy. And nobody scored after halftime. Yeah, that was which, so good. I couldn't find. Hey, so we we were all we were, I mean, we were all kind of sniffing in the fact that like like, and, and talk about like we we were eighteen minutes in and we buried the lead. In that, this was probably. You could argue Jalen Hurts' best game, yeah, ever, right? Yeah. 
I, I didn't see, even though he played with extremely elite talent on the big stage. Hear me at out. Alabama, at Alabama, Oklahoma, and now in Philly, you could argue that that was probably his best, his, pro game. His, his best game since high school. Hear me out. This is what we need to do. We need I'm to get a, we need to get a petition, and we're going to take the first two passes of the Vikings game, and we're going to send them in the Nick Sirianni. And what we're going to say to Nick Sirianni is, stop with the RPOs. Let Hertz get through his progressions because Hertz did exactly what we were asking of him to do when he was lined up in the shotgun with what was it four wide and a four wide and a tight end. He went through his reads. Yeah. And he threw dimes. So you're telling me, even though I love when they throw the stat up, Hertz had the longest time to throw the ball in the NFL with like 3.5 seconds. I love when they, I love when they put that. Yes. He's had the longest time to throw the ball 3.5 seconds, but he also has to take two seconds to decide, am I going to hand the ball off or am I going to run then pull the ball back? and then look for his one read. So I get it. He's had the longest time to hold on to the ball and to throw it. But he looks so much more comfortable throwing out of the shotgun than the RPO. And he went through his progressions. He looked like a professional quarterback. He looked like a professional quarterback. And He looked like a guy that if he can play like this, we can start trying to allocate those first two-round picks – Maybe on the defense, maybe definitely maybe, defensive line, definitely. right? But like that, if, if the Saints keep shit in the bed the way they that stink. we hope that they're going to be, yeah. they stink. They're right? bad. Ten you points. Know, if, if if that pick, let's say that pick is hypothetically, and I'm just going to be generous in the top fifteen, right? And your pick is in the late part of the first round. You now can start to think about packaging guys, packaging those picks, and moving up in the top five so that you can get elite talent and add it to this defense. Yes. Um, but I saw it like Rich, we, you know, and we talked about, it. I can't remember if it was in week one or in the preview, but we talked about, you know, the, where he kind of dives forward and just runs. Right. So he, he goes back, he makes his progression and he makes that one read and then goes. Right. I saw a couple of plays where he makes that read, goes back, and then steps up and moves laterally. Yeah. Keeps his eyes up, right? And made a couple of there were a couple of plays where he he doesn't tuck the ball and run. Right. He he moves laterally to stay behind the line of scrimmage and then looks for guys down the field. His yeah. best pass is a, is an incompletion. The pass that the the play the, the pass to Goddard. Goddard. Right. Yeah. Um, he had another play in the flat where he slides to the right towards the Eagles sideline and hits Goddard on the sideline. Like I saw a lot of stuff that I liked that stuff that we're looking for him to work on. Yeah. Right. There's a whole lot to like about what we saw. And I like that we saw progression, right? We saw outside of that one fluky play to game. Well, yeah, we saw a lot of really good decisions. Agreed. Joe? Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the one play that, that sticks out for me, um, you know, they say they don't, they, don't throw, they don't throw the deep ball or they don't try to hit him over the top. Uh, I mean, granted, Quez was, you know, 
Cruz is pretty wide open, but he, you know, his his form was great, his release was great, and he got depth uh, and air under that ball, and he and he and he put it right where he needed to to, to put it. So, I, you know, you see the range, his range. You really see his range. You really see his depth and his throws, and yep. you really see that he can he can make all the throws. He, I mean, he proved he proved on Monday that he can make he can make any throw, um, and he could drop it in the basket like he did did the AJ Brown in the in the Detroit game that that deep pass down the sideline it was I mean the guy had him covered like glue but he he just he dropped it in the bucket so um, and like you said Don I think the fact that they didn't really do the RPO and hopefully they really don't much going forward. Um, so you can really see what what you have um, no, I agree. week to week. So I mean, hey, look look who we got uh look who we got coming up. It should be uh, <laughs> it should be an interesting game this week. That's a good transition, Joe. To say the it least, should, it should be. But Joe, I want to go back to that play real quick because I saw the there was a breakdown that I saw with Orlowski and Ryan Clark where they broke down that play that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And the and the scheme of that play is brilliant, right? Because you have, you know, you, you've got the the, you've got Quez that's on on the near side of the field. You've got um, Goddard, Goddard mm-hmm. co- you know, going down the middle, and he ends up cutting across the the pattern towards the Eagle sideline. But that draws the linebacker and the near safety, right? So that then leaves Harrison Smith alone but on the opposite side of the field, right? right the, the play is schemed beautifully because you get all of that coverage creeping up because of the, the respect that they had to give the run game because yeah. of where they established Miles Sanders earlier on in the game. So you Looks respect so that. Good. So all those guys are, are, are creeping up and towards the Eagle sideline, right? And here's Quez that just – and he literally just slides – and just glides right through, and no one touches him the entire play. He runs, and and he's forty five yards down the field before he even you know before he even gets the ball. But it's it's the kind of stuff where you say that's what we want to see because they're scheming plays to get guys in space, and you can use Devontae Smith and AJ Brown and Dallas Goddard. To then make a big They're all Batmans. They're all Batmans. Oh, I loved it, Rich. I love that. They're all Batmans. This team is so dynamic when the quarterback plays like he did on Monday because you can do the short intermediate passing game. You can hit him over the top with a guy like I mean, oh, you, you can hit him over the top with Smith, Watkins, and Brown. It doesn't matter. I mean, these guys are so interchangeable. But then if you need a couple yards or if you need the, you know, you need that ground game to kick in, you've got it because you have a top five offensive line yeah. that can do both pass, protect, run, block. Um, and then the, the, you add the L, you sprinkle in the element of Jalen Hurts being able to, you know, you have you got the defense 
has to watch out for him taking off. So there's so many different things that this offense and it's how dynamic it is um, that makes it almost unstoppable for a defense when, when everything's hitting on all cylinders. I mean, you really truly have to pick your poison. Yeah. Death by a thousand cuts. I mean, th- this offense you can see now is just on, on a weekly basis. If they are, if they want to, they are going to be able to put up points. Yeah. So let's because, tran- let's transition. I want to know, boys, what scares you? My question is, what scares you on this Washington team? Because I Daniel Snyder. Dan, yeah, Daniel, yeah, being in a room, yeah. being a female in a room with Daniel Snyder, sitting in the stands yeah. at FedEx Field. Yeah. <laughs> Because that I mean, dude. What's gonna, gonna drip on me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's poop. That's poop. Oh God. Because I was watching some of that Detroit game because obviously okay. the birds weren't on, and they looked. Washington looks terrible. Washington didn't score points until Detroit was like, "We're gonna let off the gas," and right. then Detroit was like, "Okay, we still have to keep playing because they won't go away." They're like that annoying mosquito that just keeps biting you and just keeps coming back. That's Mm -hmm. what Washington is. But, you know, Carson throws for 380 yards because they're playing behind all game. They were down. Yeah. They were down double digit points throughout pretty much all of it. Their run game did not look good at all. And there's been no sightings of Terry McLaurin, their big paid guy. I mean, listen, if you have to say anything, right, you have to look at their skill positions and say that if there's a potential for anything to happen, right, if Antonio Gibson, Terry McLaurin, or Jahan Dotson, those guys all have, I'm going to put it in air quotes, elite talent, yeah, right? But it's just not being put together. There's, And the thing that I keep going back to is, like, when I look and match up their skill positions with the corresponding skill positions, right? If, if I'm looking at Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson, and I'm looking at Darius Slay, James Bradbury, I'm not worried about it, right? If we can do what we did last week with Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen, Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dotson don't hold weight with – Or Curtis Samuel. Or, yeah, I mean, yeah, Curtis Samuel, like Logan Tom, like those, those guys are – they're 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 quality NFL talent, but they're yeah. not elite. And I don't see. I'm gonna put my foot in my mouth, but like I, I I don't see where they score points on this defense. Do you remember when I said in the beginning of the season what I wanted to see is this team get like over 11 interceptions? Remember when I said that? I do. That was on the word four, show. bro. Word four <laughs> in week two. In week With six two. drops. With six drops. So we could have hit my total (laughs) pretty much by week three. It's electric to see James Bradbury and Darius Slay and Gardner Johnson playing. He's a guy I love. And Devontae Maddox is just playing out of his mind. He made some really good plays and some great tackles. Like, there's one thing that you can't say about Avante Avante tackles, Avante Maddox, and that is he doesn't tackle. Because that dude tackles. Like, I just love saying it. I just love when a guy is around Avante Max when he catches the ball because I know he's going to make the tackle. Epps, on the other hand, 
that motherfucker needs to learn to tackle. That dude misses way too many tackles. Like, bring give me some blank and shit. There's some see some dudes get rocked. There's a lot there. I think it happens more than not where you know they rely on their their skill and their instincts um, to to make a play, so they don't have to put themselves in a situation to yeah. to try and lower the boom because. Uh, you know, I can think back <laughs> the play that I think of back a few years back when uh, we played the Vikings to get to the Super Bowl. Ron Darby. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mr. I don't tackle. Yeah. I'm just trying to carry you out of bounds. Luckily, it worked out when Patrick Robinson was running down the sideline there. He, but he, he, he got decleated. Yeah, <laughs> I miss Patrick Robinson. He was he was a hell of a player. Hell yes. of a player. And then he got but, hurt in the Saints, and he wasn't the same. Oh yeah, no, truly, yeah. And and listen, Adam, you bring you bring up a good yes, point, he right? He, he's still doing this, even after being in his third city in three years, right? Still holding on to the ball. I think the thing that is going to affect him the most is that pass rush. I think there's going to be a lot of opportunities to get pressure because I don't, I don't love what I see in terms of anybody on their offensive line, right? No, nobody on their offensive line scares me as far as being able to stop the pass rush of the Eagles. I think you might see a blitz. I think you might see an excess amount of blitzes. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're because coming. You, they're coming for you, Carson. I think they have to. They're coming. It's going to rely on. You're going to try. It's the same thing. Like I, I was telling all my friends on on Monday. Let Kurt Cousins beat you because he can't. It's the same thing. <laughs> let truly. let Carson Wentz beat you. He can't. He'll try. Let these guys try to do it themselves. There are yeah. two quarterbacks who cannot beat you. There's only well, a few quarterbacks who can beat you by themselves. And they're all in the AFC, so we're okay. We yeah, we're good with that. Let 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 them let them do their best, Cindy Lauper. You yeah. know, in, you know what Carson. You know what Carson's going to do. He's going to throw a bunch of terrible passes, and he's going to fumble the ball. So uh, yeah. hit them hard and hit them early. And when you're on top, keep your fucking foot on their neck. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, listen, if if you can get up on them, like, well, like just like what happened on Monday night. Right, and then you can shut them out in the second half, like they did in this game. Yeah, you know that that to me is where I look at this team. If they can do that two weeks in a row, right, and now you're starting to establish that that dom that that defensive presence. 
and that defensive dominance where you're one, you're not going to score any points. And two, when you think you're going to have an opportunity to get back in this game, we're just going to take the ball away. Yeah. Right. Cause the, at those, there were a bunch of plays in that Minnesota game where they could have been momentum turners. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. that, you know, they, they had Minnesota had a bunch of short, short fields. They had a bunch of opportunities to, to get cheap points and they didn't get anything. Like they they didn't score. Got turned over. Yeah, yeah. That that score that they had the one the one lone touchdown happens early in the second quarter. So they they essentially went what two and a half quarters without yeah. giving Nothing. up any points. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah, just they, go ahead, Joe. Go ahead, Rich. No, I talked enough. Go. Yeah. <laughs> I think that it was like such a uh, a roller coaster quick couple plays you know they blocked that field goal and then they let the punter tackle the guy see he gets tackled at 30 sipos tackles the guy that had to be that guy had to be so deflated to get tackled by the punter you know what it would have been a momentum killer for or a momentum like i don't know killer it's a bad thing. So what, what do you say? Like a momentum gainer? I don't know. <laughs> you know what would gain a lot of momentum for the, if that play by Dantzler, that shoestring tackle on the sideline yeah. where he slapped Sanders. At, if you looked, Sanders just yeah. had to beat him, and he would have been a- gone. That was a – I'm not going to lie. Dantzler made a few really good plays, but that play would have been, what, an 85-yard touchdown? Yeah, he didn't get his ankle slapped out from underneath him. He he might need to work do do a little bit of extra training there, Miles. He goes down rather easily. His legs are super skinny. That's why. Yeah, like he, he needs has, to start hanging out, working out with Jalen Hurts, and and he needs to start doing AJ some Jalen Hurts squats. Six hundred pounds. He needs to hang out with AJ Dillon and get those quads up. He's yeah. good at those quads. <laughs> Either that or Saquon. Or him or Saquon. Yeah. I mean, Saquon was his teammate. Hey, dude, yeah, yeah, like he got his ankle like slapped out from underneath. I'm like, is that even pot? Like, I want to like dive at someone's ankle, like as they're doing something, like try to slap them and see like if it actually works. I know I'm not as strong. Nah, Dancer was like, he's like 170. I could probably slap somebody's ankle then, but just wanted to know. I'm like, hey, he should have broken that tackle. And that would, yeah, you could slap, you could slap Miles to the ground. You probably would. And that was like, I love Miles Sanders because I really think he's he's having – dude, some of these runs that he's ripping off are just ridiculous. Yeah. But it's I just ex- – That's exactly what you want him to do, though, right? I just want to yeah. see him rip off like a 30-yard run. Like, just yeah. give me one, bro. <laughs> just give me – just give me one. So, Rich, like like a couple years ago when they're playing the game that they play in like Buffalo, you remember the 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 he, – he rips off like a 60-plus yard run yeah. in Buffalo that – you know, puts them up by two scores and kind of puts the game away. Yeah. Like a play like that where like you just want to see him. Yeah. You know, he finally, you know, he, he, you know, breaks down the, the, the barrier of, you know, not having touchdown, you know, not having the Russian touchdown for a while. Yeah. Right. In week one, I think the next step is like him getting a break off where he can really show that breakaway speed. Yeah. But he's <laughs> just got to trust himself. But speaking of, Right, offense. Like, anybody on the on Washington's defense? Anybody scare you at all? No, Chase Young. So I'm I'm good. And that's and that's big. Yeah, that's right? huge. 
being able to miss Chase Young, right? And then upcoming, you know, missing you know, the not to look forward a little bit, but against uh, Arizona, you're going to miss Hopkins too. Yeah, but their defense is absolute dog shit. True. The Raiders should have won that. Yeah, game. the Raiders yeah. always find a way to yeah take hey, the Raiders. Shit. Yeah. Same thing as the Browns. That was, find a way to be Browns. Did you guys watch? Did you guys watch uh, the end of that game? I watched the end of that. That was wild. What the fuck was that? I have Rich, no I, had, I had to tag Oscar in in a, in in a, in a bunch of Jets Joe Flacco memes. Dude, he, dude, he probably loved these. Like he's the goat. He was texting us, dude. Joe Flacco is the goat. I'm like a minute and thirty. Yep. Cleveland's up thirteen. Yep, and they blow that game. You know why? Because Nick Chubb scored. Only thing Nick Chubb had to, had do, to do was, was go, down. Brian, go down. Brian Westbrook it. He didn't do and it. And he didn't. He took the touchdown to get his three TDs, and it cost his team the game because the Jets had no timeouts. Uh, it's fucking insane. That's insane. Uh, there, were, there were a bunch of games like that, right? The, the yeah. Miami. Miami the game. Miami. Miami just game was bonkers. The Ravens just forgot how to play defense and all of a sudden left Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle wide open running down the field. And they're like looking at each other like And I got oh. I got waxed in a, in a in a in my school fantasy league. I know nobody wants to talk about their own personal fantasy stuff. I want to like, hear it, Don. Rich, I was up That was the great in, news, Don. I was I was up by 43 points going into Monday night football. Oh, Guy that I was playing, who do you have? Stefan Diggs. He did. He had 45 and a half points. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yep. tough. Well, yeah, I went up was, against that new kid that, in our in our dynasty yeah. league, Don. He put up like 219 points. I, saw I got that, destroyed. Man. I was like, well, you have Tua and you have Tyreek Hill, and he had every single one of his players side of the shit on Just, my team. <laughs> I'm like, oh, all right, that's fine. Man, like, yeah, that's good. Good, good for this guy. But yeah, dude, that, that Browns game was nuts. The Arizona the game. Ra- the Raiders were up t- what twenty to nothing in that game. I think it was like twenty three uh-huh. nothing, and they and they yeah. lost twenty twenty nine. Yeah, twenty nine twenty three because of the uh, yeah twenty nine twenty three because they ran the um the fumble the Renfro fumble back. It was just a perfect. It was I mean it was a perfect hit. There's nothing you could do about that. No, no there's nothing you can do about it. But, but you thought what, sorry you you thought it was like all right. Well, they're they're basically in field goal range already, so. Yeah. Raiders are going to kick a field goal and the game's going to be over. But no. hey, bang, bang Josh plays. Josh McDaniels, what a douchebag. But anyway, <laughs> Washington, oh, here that we- defense does not scare me. Uh, score predictions against the Commanders. I am going to go 31 to 10, Eagles. Any, any big plays? Um, my, my turning point key. Is going to be the Eagles are going to be up ten nothing, and Miles Sanders is going to have a sixty-six yard touchdown run. Okay, make it seventeen nothing. Joe, what do you got? Uh, I think I put on. I might have put on Twitter twenty-seven twenty, but now that we've talked about it a little bit, I think it's probably going to be more like twenty-seven seventeen. I mean, we'll cover, but I don't know. NFC East games, they can really go either way. But uh, I guess my big play will probably be I, – I picked Dallas Goddard to have a big game on Monday. So yeah. may, maybe he uh, gets gets off the schneid. Uh, it gets in the end zone. So 
let's see a, a big game from 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 Goddard. Uh, let's go thirty-seven yard touchdown, maybe in the third quarter. I like it. Thirty-seven, seventeen, Eagles. Listen, I'm I'm going somewhere in that. I'm I'm gonna go 30, 35, 10, 38, 10. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna I'm gonna say they're gonna put up points um, and not let up. I think they're gonna want to show Carson Wentz kind of what he's missing. Um, and to go back to something that we talked about, I think you're gonna see my my big prediction is not one play, but a bunch of plays. I'm gonna go f- four plus sacks. Ooh. From the Eagles defense. I'm gonna like go pressure. It. I think we're gonna I think they're gonna put some pressure on the who's on the lead? Inmate. Who's the who gets the uh, the game ball? <sighs> who's the guy that made the one of the biggest plays in Eagles? I'm gonna go Brandon Graham. Brandon mm-hmm. Graham gets one and a half. Okay. I like it. Works. That That's works. Cool. That works. Uh, Adam is 35-14. Hey, listen, I love I get it, Adam. That. That's cool. Hey, I'll take it. Hey, Rachel. What's up, Rachel? How are you? Um, guys, any any other any, any fantasy stuff? Any any stuff? Because we, we it's, might be. it's a weird year for fantasy, man. It's a weird year. All these top backs aren't doing shit. It's like the year of the wide receiver. Yeah, it's all wide. Receiver. It is. Oh, it's a year's wide receiver. Like, I don't know what's in the water with these running backs, but Jesus fucking Christ. Derrick Henry, if he didn't score a touchdown. Did you watch that play where he scored a touchdown mm-hmm. in the Bills game? That dude on the Titans offensive line was blocking before the ball was even snapped. It was one of the – Joe, did you see the play? I missed it. No. It was one of the worst – the worst false starts I've ever seen. He was legit blocking – before the ball was even handoff, uh, my, before, even, like, before, before the ball was even snapped, and they let it go, and Derrick Henry just like walked in behind him. I'm like, yeah, that's easy to run a touchdown in, but he was like my, four for twelve uh, with a touchdown. My poor cousin is a diehard Titans fan. Ooh, that's rough. Like diehard. Okay, and how? he are, I, they, are they are they from that area? Like, is it just or is it just no? Well, shitty. shitty no, life? we're. From upstate, like born in okay. upstate New York, but I don't know for some reason he fell in love with the Titans. Like he's legit. Like ever since he was a kid, he was a Titans fan. Has so he been he's to like, a Titans game? What's that? Has he been to like to a Titans? He game goes. I think he has season. He has season ticket. He lives in Nashville now. All right, I respect. Oh, okay. um, so right. he he and he goes to he goes to the games. He goes to the practices. Like he's all he's all about it. But he's like. I know if I called him right now, he he probably wouldn't want to talk about it. He's like, you know, season's over. My team sucks. Burn the stadium down. Fire everybody. I, I've had it. You know, and it all started on Ravel when we. Uh... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that 
That's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. When he, we stole, we stole his boy uh, during the draft. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like you 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 trade away AJ Brown and you and you draft the guy Traylon Traylon uh, Burks, who's garbage. So, I mean, he's, he's, hey, hey right. Joe, I'm just gonna put this right. in your ear for a half a second. If he wants to join us the week before they play the Titans, that'd be cool. Maybe I'm sure. Behind, I'm sure I can make that. <laughs> I, it might take a lot of convincing because I think he'll instantly think that we're totally going to trash him. But we'll. Uh, I, I think. I think. I might it's, a, it's all love. Yeah. No, all absolutely. Love. I think I might be able to convince him to. Uh, That'd be fun to come up. I would crazy. like to thank the Tennessee Titans and the Buffalo Bills because, gentlemen, I hit my first same game parlay. Talk about it. And it was a sick. It was a seven pick parlay. Stop! Wow. Would you? Yeah. Know? All right, I yeah, gotta hear here. It was seven. So I took, um, what was it? What I was scared about was when Derrick Henry scored that touchdown because I had Tennessee under fourteen and a half points. Okay. And I know my dad's like because we watched the Eagles game. He's like, "Are you fucking stupid?" He's like, fourteen. I'm like, "Dad, relax." I'm like relaxed, but the game wouldn't end. <laughs> I was getting nervous. Right. Slow, yeah. I took slow and painful. The Bills over 20 and eight half points. So got that. I took Robert Woods under 49 and a half yards. Got that. Took uh Westbrook Akine under 39 and a half yards. Got that. I took Stefan Diggs anytime touchdown score. Got that. Stefan Diggs over, I think it was like 85 yards. Ooh. Got that. Josh Allen over 279 and a half yards passing. Got wow. that. I was sitting there and I'm like, I'm like, dad, I'm, I think I want to do this. But I saw when they pulled Derrick Henry and then they pulled uh, Ryan Tannehill. I'm like, all right, that's cool. They're going to play everybody else. And I seen Robert Woods go out there. And I'm like, you motherfucker. I'm like, get him out the game. Get him out the game. And thank God Malik Willis is equally as ass as Ryan Tannehill because he was way. And I'm like, thank God. And then when I saw – James Cook just – it was like fourth down all the time, it felt like, with the Bills. And then he just converted. And they just kept converting. And then finally they ran the game out. I'm like, thank God. So it just felt good. Dude, it just feels good hitting one. Oh, uh, yeah. I can, listen, I can I, – I understand. Like I saw T. Willard put something out. He he hit uh, – the Hurts was the first score. Nice. He hit that. And then he hurt, he hit uh, – Hurts was a multiple score multiple, multiple times. Score. Yeah, it's so, it's just it's so hard to hit those like because I don't bet like a crap ton of money. That's not what I do. I do oh, like no. one or two dollar bets yep. on like things that are gonna like return like ten thousand dollars. Obviously, this right. wasn't a ten thousand dollar win on it like a ten, on on like a twenty seven like parlay, right? Yeah, and it's just like all right. Well, if I hit them, set for life. Well, the thing you can do is on DraftKings now you can actually parlay to same game parlays. Ooh. So. And your odds are ridiculous. Like I put like five dollars on to parlay because I had an Eagles one, but it was immediately destroyed when Devontae Smith was. I had him under I think like thirty nine and a half yards, and I'm yeah. like, well, but that's the thing you have to do. Like you have to like boot, like do things to get your odds up. 
But if that $3 or $5, I bet would have been like $170,000 because my, my Buffalo one hit, my Buffalo one hit. Imagine if the Eagles one hit, I'd be like, damn, uh, we're paying off the house, boo boo. <laughs> paying off the house. But it's just wow. fun, like, you know, That's two fun. bucks to, like, whatever. And it, like, gives you a little more incentive to be like, oh, come on, man, come on. Like, I love it. Listen, the, the way that I always think about that, Reg, you could spend $2 on worse things, right? Spend $2 a day on an energy drink. So I'm like, exactly. all right, so it's yeah. It's not – That's I'm, I'm not going to get my Red Bull today. Okay. Uh, my Red Bull ain't going to have the chance to make me 160K, oh. baby. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Also true. And listen, just to, just to give some golden mic updates, right? Scotty from DSM is is four zero. Uh, Chip is in second place. Rich, you're in third. Uh, Nick's in fourth. I'm in fifth. Uh, Joe, you're in probably eighth. not even on the board. No, <laughs> no. Um, Jay's not on the board yet. Jay is yet to register a win. Jay has also put his whole team. On the trade block, oh, oh, on the block. <laughs> already. Yeah, if you yeah, look at if you, if you look at the trade block the other night, he, and Chip wrote like LOL. He, so your whole team, he literally put his whole team he, on the block. He loves to trade. He he, he loves, has. But the problem it. is, his team is so bad. He has like no one to trade. No, no like, nothing. Guys are injured, suspended, <laughs> and he's like, or or inj- everybody's hurt. Yeah. Shout out to my boy Eric in my uh, my ten. Uh, my 10 man keeper league. He officially sets a record. He, he won his first two games last year and then lost out. So he was like two. And I think like 20, 24, he started off this year. Oh, and four, my man has not won a single fantasy matchup since week one of last year. In the calendar year. <laughs> Holy Christmas. Oh, good God. Oh, but it's That's so wild. funny. Right, but speaking of fantasy, we might have some people joining us next week. Ooh. Uh, I had a couple progress? guys reach out on, on, on Twitter. They, they run a fantasy called Losing Sucks. Ah, nice. But they run a fantasy football podcast. We cool. I kind of connected with them on, on a couple of fantasy, uh, you know, threads. So they might be joining us for, for a little bit in uh, – on next Wednesday show, maybe nice. for a little set, maybe for a little segment. So oh, that'd be awesome. Um, good stuff. Yeah, they, they 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 do some good stuff. So it's uh, it, it might be a good good thing to connect with them and see if we can talk some shit. Hell yeah, yeah. man! Hell yeah! Yo, shout out to my boy Ramos. Shout out to my boy Ramos. He makes these fantastic mugs. Wait, wait, hold on, bro. Chat, wait, wait, we gotta. Wait, let's put this. Oh no! Light on. Ooh, there it is. We got the mug. We got the fly eagles fly. We got the Kelly. Oh, there's Don again. <laughs> there's Don. There's Don again. Oh, I got these beautiful mugs over here. The eagles, the Kelly green, the giant beer shines with the fly eagles fly. If you are not an Eagles fan, he customizes any any type of glass. He will customize for you. Low price of twenty dollars a mug. He has the mug. He does all the printing. If you were a Raiders fan, if you want to bolt up, if you're a Charger, if you want to tighten up being a Titans fan like like Joe's cousin, hit up my boy. His Instagram is R-A underscore T-O-R-R-E-S 88. Hit him up. He does great work. $20. You get a dope mug with your team. 
He also does PlayStation controllers, Xbox controllers. His work is phenomenal. Check him out. Again, R-A underscore Torres 88. We're going to have to put it in the comments. We are going to put it in the comments. Put it in the comments. Uh, Well, gentlemen, we're bringing the heat, but now we got to go. Final thoughts. Ah, yes. Go ahead, Joe, what do you got for final thoughts? Final thoughts. Um, hmm. I guess we'll just talk birds. I mean, that's the hot topic in this town. That's what everybody's uh, excited about. I mean, we are one of the best teams in the league. Um, you know, this, this team ha- has a lot of potential if it stays healthy. Uh, and they keep hitting hitting on all cylinders. You know, obviously, Jonathan Gannon is the big question mark. This defensive line is a question mark. Um, but if they stay healthy and continue to um, be cohesive as a team and play more like they did against the Vikings than they did against the Lions, um, this team is going to be very good, and there's really no reason for them not to win the division um, and win at least, you know. I mean, after that, the possibilities are endless. It's about being hot, being healthy, yep, and and just getting into the dance. Because if you're hot when it counts, anything can happen. That's it. Look at the Giants, nine and seven, win a Super Bowl. Beating an undefeated Patriots team, right? John, go ahead. Oh, listen, I I got two things. One, the MLB continues to be the stupidest league possible. It's the worst fucking league. They scheduled the opening or the the opening week and the opening weekend of playoffs. They're playing Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday afternoon. So they're potential series clinching games that any of those series that go to three games are going to be going up in the same time slot as an NFL game, regardless of whether they play at one, three, four, doesn't matter. five, six, seven. It doesn't matter. And listen, the NFL has basically said, forget you all right. At one yeah. point they were like, ah, oh, the NBA, you can have Christmas. The last couple of years, when it when they had the opportunity to run games on Christmas, Christmas Eve, New Year's, New Year's Eve, they were like, "Fuck it, it we got this." Yeah. Sorry, NBA, but if they want to watch the NFL, they're going to watch the NFL. Um, so that was stupid, right? Like, how do you not have a? You have the opportunity to put your game in the spotlight, and then you're going to put it where it's going to be on a on a third device. At best, the positive note for final thoughts we have the best sports city in the country. To see the support from the other athletes in this city at at every level, right? Like at the Eagles game, right? You see Bryce Harper sitting on the field, you see Stott and Hoskins were in a box. James Harden is sitting on the field. Bradley Cooper's there. Quest Love is there. Uh, 
Quinta Brunson, who's on the uh, the Abbott Elementary, right? Like you, you had the stars come out yeah. to support this city. You saw the fly the Flyers as sucky as they are, right? They were over at the at, at Citizens Bank Park taking batting practices with the Phillies. They yeah. all come out. They always come out and they support each other, which is great. Right? You you always see the guys that are sitting courtside at the Sixers games. I just love the sports city, man. The, not only from a fan perspective, but that you see that there are players that get it. Yep. I like it's it. Huge. It's huge. It's huge. It's, it's yeah, absolutely. You know, just to feed off that, Don, it's it's uh it's it's such a great feeling. I mean, it's we really are you you feel like you're part of the team. You feel like you're part of these teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you, you you just get so locked in to whatever sport you're watching and, you know, being able to talk, talk about it with you guys and go, you know, do this once a week. I mean, I would do this. I would do this every day, all day if I could, but it's, it's, you know, you don't realize it and me being kind of like a transplant to this area. I mean, I was still young enough to pick my, my pro teams. So, I, I, you know, I felt that connection right away, yeah. right away. And it's, it's, it's hard to describe. You just, it's a feeling you get, you know, when the game's on the, when the Eagles are on or the Phillies, Flyers, Sixers, you know, whoever, but especially for me, it's, it's with the Eagles and just being a part of that family mm-hmm. yeah, is, is, is on, it's an unbelievable feeling. It is. Rich, what do you got? My final thoughts. First of all, I loved every all the positive shit you guys said because it was great. Mine is not so positive. So I want to give a big shout out and a big fuck you to Brett Favre. That <laughs> dude is yeah. absolutely oh, yes. piece of shit. All I'm this, so glad you brought this up. All this fucking bullshit about like, I'm pissed at ESPN because ESPN gave Michael Vick with the dogs, which I'm not saying is is equal. What Michael Vick did was wrong. They condemned him. They did everything. And there was constant coverage of Mike Vick. There is not a word being said about Brett Favre. Brett Favre no. scammed, impoverished the poor and children. Out of five million fucking dollars because he was banging the broad in office. You are a fucking piece of shit, Brett Favre. Everybody wanted to make him out like he was this great guy and he was this great. He he first of all, he was sending dick pics to the Jets reporter. So it shows you he's a scumbag. Second of all, he was taking money from uh different organizations for speaking. Like uh he was gonna show up and do like speeches. The dude never showed up and had to pay back the money. Because that's the type of guy he is. And then he gets like put on all these fucking bullshit shows. ESPN loves him. Everybody loves him. Brett Favre is a terrible human being. And the fact that you, being as rich and wealthy as you are, are going to steal $5 million from your community, from the poor and from the children and from the taxpayers and the people who actually need it, that's absolutely despicable. I mean, not not to mention, right, Mississippi is – probably one of the poorest states in the United States. So not only are you taking money out of an impoverished community, 
but you are taking money out of probably one of the country's most impoverished communities. Like, and to like laugh about it in text messages and, yeah. all, and all this shit. Like, it's not f- like, I don't understand why these high profile athletes, instead of giving back or instead of being, they're all douchebags, but it's like, this, it's the same fucking thing. Like you see with the professional athletes now with the Deshaun Watson shit. And then you see him with the Mike Vick stuff. Cause I'm not, not condoning him. I don't give a shit. You did two and a half years. You, you fucking hung dogs from your fucking trees in your front yard. And then let them on. Like, you're not a good dude. Like, I don't give a shit. You did your time, but it still doesn't make up for what you actually did. It's pretty heinous. And then you got this jerk off stealing $5 million from his community. Like, come on. Are we fu- like, what, what day and age are we in that these athletes retired or not think this stuff is acceptable? Cause it's, it's not right. And I never liked him as a quarterback anyway, but now I just don't even like him as a human. Yeah. And I hope he's. I hope he faces jail time. I don't care. Absolutely. There's no. He's. He should get the book thrown out. He needs. He needs to go to jail because it's just. It's just not fair. It's just not right to that community, especially with them in Jackson, Mississippi. They don't even have drinkable water. Because right. what? What would happen to you or I? What? What happened to? What would happen to us if the same thing? If we did the same thing? We'd be gone for fucking life in a federal prison because we fucking stole five million dollars. Like we need to start holding all these people accountable. So maybe they get a clue because they have no idea what it is to, to live in the real world. They don't know how it, it is. to matter. Live right. It shouldn't matter. Status It should be. No, it's everybody. Just, it yeah. fucking, it blows my mind, dude. And this is why like the main reason, like I hate ESPN. I hate ESPN so much because it's the Kardashians and the queen and the bullshit. But when it comes down to like actually doing investigative reporting, or showing topics that matter, they don't do it because it wants to save their brand. But God forbid LeBron says something that is stupid or that they don't agree with. It's shown all fucking day long. It's just I'm so glad I don't I don't watch that shit. But it just makes me sad. So Brett Favre, fuck you. You're you're added to my list of fuck yous at the end of this shit. Yeah, he can go right into the roll right into the uh, realm with uh, you're, you're, Watson. You're, you're gonna slide right in there, pal. <laughs> here, we, here we go, Rich. Uh, that's what she said. That's a, <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. All right, Rich. Take, a, well, take, take, us, take us out. And you stuck around, and you fucked around, and you found out. Fuck you, Deshaun Watson. Fuck Spike Eskin. Double fuck Brett Favre. We are Drunk on Broad. Thank you for joining us from Don, Jill, and myself. Mm-hmm. Philly, we love you. Tune in. Please call our hotline. Oh, wait. Hold on. We got a promo. Call the hotline. This is the Broad Street Line, where Philly sports fans leave all of their sports hot takes. Don't forget to tune in every Wednesday at 8.30 when we listen to your live reactions to the thrill of victory or the agony of defeat. Call us, baby. Call us. If you're going down, right, the Philly sports trips is taking a bunch of buses down, call us. Call us on the way down. Call us on the way home. Call us at the game. Call, 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 call. You see the number going across the bottom. I want to hear you. We want to hear from We want to hear all the excitement, all the in-game stuff, all the post-game stuff. If you're tailgating, if you're tailgating in your driveway, at the link, your buddy's house, in the cul-de-sac, backyard, growing up stuff. (laughs) Yeah, Joe, we will take the porta potty calls. Yeah. Okay? So – you're call pooping, you give me a line. call. You're pooping, you give me a call. <laughs> 267-405-3062. Leave us a message.
That's all. Philly, we love you. We're out. Go Birds! Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.